0: Hello, and thank you for joining us for this month's Skill Snippet, where we'll be talking about repairing with our partners. We're going to be focusing on one step that's pulled from a larger webinar called How to Be an Awesome Partner Even When We Mess Up. Because the thing is, we will mess up. Even though we care for our partners and we want to do well, we are chronically human, which means we are not always going to get it right. Now, sometimes in those moments, we do take a minute to kind of self reflect and realize what we did. Maybe we have some regrets about how we responded or the behavior we did. And we might mentally commit to doing it better next time. And then we move on with our day. The thing is when we pick this first option, our partner doesn't have any idea what noble recommitment we may have made in our heads. That means that while we move on with this sense of setting a new course, we might be leaving our partner just kind of walking around still with a sense of hurt or anger or resentment. There's no repairing that's actually taken place. Other times we might go to our partner with an apology. We maybe say sorry, or we might even go so far as to say sorry and name the explicit behavior that we are sorry for. In the webinar, we talk about a third option that takes it just one step further. When we find that we have behaved in a way that we regret, when we've behaved in a way that doesn't align with the message that we want to be sending our partner, we can go to them and apologize for the behavior, but then also say what we wished we had done instead. And I love that. I think it achieves a couple of different things. First, it shows your partner what could be, instead of just what I hope won't happen again. It also provides a bit of commitment and accountability because now you both as a partnership can begin to set new patterns and expectations for how you wanna communicate. So let's take an example. Let's say I have had an awful day. Maybe things are stressful. I might be hurt by something that happened, frustrated about something, whatever it might be. Let's just say I'm not in a great space. Then I'm on the phone with my husband, Jonathan. And maybe I'm short on the phone or I end the call abruptly and obviously upset and just don't say why. I could, after the fact, think, man, I wish I hadn't done that, right? That wasn't very fair. I need to do better next time. Which again, does nothing for Jonathan. Or I could go back and say, hey, I'm sorry that I ended our call so abruptly. But the third option might sound something like this. Hey, I'm sorry that I got off the phone so abruptly. I should have just told you that I was having a really bad day and asked if I could take a little bit of time to call back when things had settled down. So let's think about that. All of those little moments, because let's be honest, we probably all have a lot of little moments like that where we have an opportunity to repair in a way that is vulnerable, builds trust, and also helps us to identify how we as a partnership want to move forward. Examples like, hey, I'm sorry that I challenged your parenting decision in front of the kids. I wished I had waited so we could have had a conversation together because I know being a united front is important to both of us. Or hey, I wish I hadn't insulted you. I'm really sorry. I should have taken a break from the conversation to cool off and then come back later when we could have a better conversation about it. Or, hey, I wanted to apologize for slamming the door and stomping around. I wish I had just sat down with you and explained that I was hurt by the comment that you made earlier. They feel a bit vulnerable, don't they, when we say it that way? But they also demonstrate a lot of strength and courage and commitment and goodwill. And so many of those things that bring us back to the type of partnership that many of us want to have. Now while we don't have time in this particular snippet to dive into it, I do wanna add that just because we have taken the time to level set our emotions in order to deliver a repairing message like the ones we talked about today, it doesn't necessarily mean that our partner who may feel hurt as a result of the behavior we chose will be in a calm state right after we deliver our message. So I would encourage you that whether your partner responds with defensiveness or hurt or anger, that we choose to offer them the most helpful thing that we can, which is to listen. To listen to understand and to listen to connect. Thanks for tuning in for this month's snippet.